So why come to church? And if the church, the word church doesn't resonate with you, I invite you to translate it to spiritual community or fellowship or sangha, whatever works for you. But we're going to use the word church for ease, but I want you to think of it having a broader meaning in this context. So why come to church? Well, I've been asking myself that question a lot lately, especially since the pandemic. Not for myself, really, because, well, I guess I'm clearly extremely committed to coming to church. <laughs> but I've been wondering why people come week in and week out, and some of you online for almost three years, and now many of you back here in person. Why come to church when you can get a lot of the content and your own time online, and you can watch sermons or TED Talks on YouTube in your pajamas, from anywhere in the world. So there must be something special about this attending this community regularly and showing up week after week, something that you just can't quite get by yourself in your own time, in your living room. And I know that for me, before I became a minister, and in fact, many of the reasons that I did become a minister, I went to church for all different kinds of reasons. I came to ask and find possibilities for the most important questions of life, spiritual, philosophical, and psychological matters. I came to seek a deeper sense of meaning and purpose for this existence, and to have a place to remind me each week of the sacredness of life and connections and of my highest values. I came to make connections, to find friendships and companions, to navigate the ups and downs of life together with other people who were deep and thoughtful and caring. And I know those of you, including me, who've gone through grief and loss lately, how comforting it is to have a community to turn to and to be held by. I also remember how amazing it felt to be accepted and even welcomed for my whole self, with all my quirks and my peculiarities. And then I got a chance to develop parts of myself that I didn't even know existed. I never spoke in public before. And then to be able to exercise and grow those new parts as a volunteer on committees and leadership teams. In fact, that's one of the things that I love about coming to church is the chance to grow and transform, to be challenged beyond my comfort zone, and to see life constantly through new eyes. I grow thanks to all of you every week in this place. And also to experience firsthand what interconnectedness and interdependence at their best can really feel like. But above all, what I really love about being part of a Unitarian Universalist community is this call to actually put love into action and thereby be able to make a bigger difference collectively in the world than I could ever make just by myself. To participate in making life a little kinder and more equitable for all, whether it's through cooking meals for those in need, 
meditating for world peace, or marching for justice for all. In fact, I love church. I really do. Well, obviously, because I became a minister, but it's really more than that. I love church for everything we are and do together, for our expanded sense of belonging and community. I love church for our seeking, our questioning, our learning, and all that we get to co-create. I love church to have a weekly place to come and be reminded of what's truly important in life, to find embodied joy and love and inspiration. And I love church to be able to deepen my spiritual practices and put love into action. But those are just my reasons. I put this question on Facebook earlier this week, and here are some of the responses I got from all over, including some of you. Somebody said, community, it's nice to be around others who share your values and be around people who are looking to be their best selves. Another person said, for a sense of belonging, the music, definitely, and to inspire me in the introspective work to grow spiritually. Someone else wrote, first, I go for the sense of awe and wonder that I feel in church. You might have felt that during our song just now. The chance to be reminded of my very small but unique place in the universe. And also the sense of it all being so much greater than I can ever imagine. But I guess mostly, this person writes, I go to get something to inspire me to be my better self and be more loving and more generous and more understanding and forgiving of myself and others. And someone else wrote, so that I can experience what it's like to be in a peaceful, mutually supportive environment and pray that we together can infect the world with this same unity. And also it's a break from the stresses of the week, a way to step away and focus on something that inspires and uplifts and that can be so helpful with the upcoming week and dealing with everyday life and all its challenges. This person writes it's a way for them to recharge their battery. But what about you, my friends, all of you here in person? I'd love to hear from some of you why you come to church. So I invite you to raise your hand and someone will bring you a mic. Or if you're online, you can just type it into the chat and I will read out what you write. So please say your first name when you speak and let's hear from a few of you. Who would, there, Marcy, Marcy has her hand up. I come to Chalice, first and most for community, that's why I came. But I stay because these people understand me and I understand them. I come for choir, I come for auction, I come for Chalice Circles, for Neighborhood Network, because this is a meaningful place. And I come in person because I find that on Zoom, I don't get what I need. I have to be here. So that's why I come. Thank you, Marcy. Who else would like to share why they come? Let's see, we have some places online, and then uh, let me read what's online, and then Torkel will be next. Pamela Lopez writes, community and partnership and justice actions. Definitely, Pamela. Thank you. Torkel, share with us why you come. I come for the possibility of personal growth. The first I learned was the value of empathy. 
I was surprised because I was self-made until then, but I can mm. see the value. And the next I've learned is kindness, the value of kindness. And the third will be what next I will discover. Mm. And that I look forward to. I do too, Torkel. <laughs> so you've learned about empathy and kindness here, and you're waiting to see what your next discovery will be. Well, we'll all have a part in that, I hope. Who else would like to share? Anyone else here in person would like to say? Yeah, please, Barb. I'm Barb, and I've been a UU. Hold it close to you. Hold the microphone. I'm Barb, and I've been a UU for a number of years, but I was looking for a new inspirational church, and I definitely found it here. It was Reverend Nika. I just love her. Thank you. Thank you, Barb. So sweet. And Sue Norton writes online that she comes to share ideas, support, and help with like-minded people. And Sue is one of our amazing people that runs our Zoom every week. Thank you, Sue. So clearly you came to, to be of service as well, which is why so many people are here. And Grenda David, one of our new members online there. Wave, Grenda, so we can all see you. There she is. She writes, I came to Chalice for connection and community. I love being part of this community. We are filled with love and kindness. And you bring that love and kindness too, Grenda. Thank you. And Sarah Weeks joining us from New York. Do you want to wave, Sarah? There she is. She comes for community connection and consciousness raising. And what a testament it is that you've never even been here in person. You've never stepped foot here, right? Once, one time, okay. <laughs> but you join us from all the way in New York. We're so glad you're here with us across these thousands of miles. So anyone else want to share before we move on? With that Jill, Jill, Jill's going to share. Thank you, Jill. Hi, good morning. Um, I've been a member for five years at this church, and then for a couple of years when you were at the senior center, when this church was there. And I come for the connection, the friendships, the warmth, the inspiration to go on the right path and stay on that path, and the wonderful friends that I've met and hold dear to me. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jill. And now we're going to have our wonderful 60s dad's guy, Matt, share why he comes to church. And then Randall is going to share why she comes too. So a number of you understand that I'm an atheist. And for those of you that didn't understand that, you understand it now. <laughs> you would think that this building would be anthema to who I am. But you would be wrong. Because I thought it should. Why do I come to fellowship? Well, that's a very, very long answer that I will absolutely pare down. <laughs> I come here because everyone here that I've met and that I would presuppose based upon the people that I've met at GA are science-based. They listen and understand rational thought. 
They appreciate rational action. They believe that everyone's body, whoever they are, however they identify, is theirs to determine the actions of that body. Not a legislature and not a religion. We also believe that our religion is not the best religion in the world and should be run for the nation. <laughs> well, there are some that do believe that it should be. That there are other religions, that there are other processes by which people live and cherish. And we acknowledge them. We embrace them. We don't demonize we never demonize anyone. We love. That is our most incredible, passionate tenet. We love. How do you argue with that? How can you not come here if you are a human being engaged in wanting to love other human beings, we are truly an amazing venture that I have found nowhere else. And I'm not talking just about spiritual communities. I'm talking about anywhere else. I love this place. I embrace everything. And it's not just our minister who I worship because she's, well, she's amazing. <laughs> she's a mentor. She's not a shepherd. We are not a flock. Truly, I don't want to be part of a flock. I want to be part of humans that think that act, that show empathy. That believe that everyone has a place on this planet. So, to wrap up, I want you to know that I love you all. I love you all. I love you. I love you online. I love you here. I love the entire operation of what the Unitarian mission is. And I will be a UU until my dying day. And by the way, just as a footnote on this, in my, uh, I forget what it's called, the document that happens that, you know, upon my death. I have made sure that Kaiser understands that in no uncertain language that I want nothing with a collar near me. <laughs> no, I used a Sharpie on that one and underlined it. And I said that the only one who's going to be able to deal with me at all as I transition or as after I pass is the minister from Chalice. And I'm hoping that it's me. And on that note,
Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through this. Why do I come to church? It's hard for me still to even say church because uh, I was raised nothing. No religious upbringing or affiliation. After my parents divorced and married other people, sometimes on summer visitations to my dad, we'd go and visit my stepmother's relatives in Southwest Virginia, and then we might go to the church of whoever we were staying with. But that just seemed like something you did to like quickly get back for that big midday deal, dinner of fried chicken and mashed potatoes and green beans, and sometimes macaroni and cheese with sugar in it. <laughs> Don't knock it. But back home with my mom, she'd say she was a Buddhist if you asked her, but she never talked about it or did anything that I could tell. So we really didn't belong to anything, any organization with guiding rituals and beliefs. But I didn't mind, I was busy with school and dance and theater and music. But my brother really needed something. And he wound up joining a Christian church, the one his girlfriend attended, I think. And that's where he found that sense of unconditional love and guiding structure of beliefs and ways to be and think and do. I think he was really seeking that. But I was fine. I didn't need anything or anybody. I'm a little embarrassed to admit this. I didn't want to need anybody. In fact, when that Barbara Streisand song would play, people, people who need people, are the luckiest people in the world. I would cry. I would cry because I didn't think it was lucky to need people. I didn't want to need people, but I would cry because that song is really moving. And of course, we all need people. Well, I need people. I cannot be all I'm meant to be in isolation. So even though I've been a member of groups, other groups, I've never been part of a community like this. And I've spoken before about how I came to Chalice when I was looking for a place for my children outside of our home to learn about values. Yes, I came for the RE, but I stayed for the social justice. <laughs> yeah, my kids grew up, but I was hooked. I was hooked because I felt connection. Here was a place I could work with others to try to leave the world a better place than when I arrived. And while there are political groups or other organizations I could endeavor in one area or another, the difference here is the whole community. This community helps me be better than I am alone. You help me be better. The sermons, 
They challenge and inspire me. They always seem to be talking about just what I need to hear and offer me course correction or hope. No mean feat these days. The uh, chalice circles help me form deeper connections to so many of you and learn the power of deep listening. The justice teamwork gives me the opportunity to contribute to us walking our talk and putting our values into action. The community forum work lets me help be part of sharing who we are and our values with the wider world and singing with Anthony and this choir. Restoreth my soul. Again, I was raised no religion, so don't believe in the whole conversion thing, but I can say I awakened. I awakened to the power of spiritual community. Together, we live into our better selves. Together, we help leave the world or try to leave the world better than when we arrived. And together, I confess I stole this from you, UA. We live our values aloud, not alone. Why do I come to church? Because of you. All of you. <laughs>